Real stories, reliable information, the latest technology and news. Welcome to the Plastic Surgery Hub podcast, connecting people with practitioners. Hello, listeners. I'm here today with Donna. Now, Donna's just, she's only like three and a half weeks out of surgery and she's had uh, weight loss surgery, or not weight loss surgery, but she's had skin removal surgery after weight loss with Dr. Amira Sankey from Sydney. And we're just going to have a chat with her. She's um, like, she's, she's recovered remarkably. And I've been watching her photos on our Facebook group and I've just been like, oh my God, you look amazing. Are you ready to share your story? So I'm stoked that she's sharing it with us and she's sharing with us so soon because I'm sure those of you that have been through it, like three and a half weeks after surgery, it's not a long time to be recovered. So we're going to chat with Donna about it. So welcome, Donna. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Um, firstly, tell us your story. Like, where does it start? Okay, it starts probably um, about four years ago um, or maybe even longer. I struggled. I've been obese my whole life and my husband as well. Um, we spent five years trying for our first child um, and had no medical reason for um, unexplained infertility. So it basically came down to, to our weight and our lifestyle. So we looked into ways that we could better our health so that we could fall pregnant. We were quite blessed um, that after five years, we finally fell pregnant naturally, but we were still quite um, unhealthy. So our GP talked about seeing a weight loss surgeon in regards to having a gastric sleeve, which we looked into, um, spent about two years researching that, had to get health insurance and wait the 12-month PHI wait like everybody else does. So I had a lot of time to research, plan, look into um, the post-op surgeries that I may need after excessive weight loss. So fast forward, um, and my husband and I both had weight loss surgery together on the same day. So oh, that's so cute. <laughs> we had a double hospital suite and we could recover in hospital together. Our daughter was only two and a half at the time. So the recovery food stages we found quite easy because our toddler was eating the same Food. Mushy food. Yeah, same mushy food, you know, so, a little bit of protein, a bit of fruit and veg, and that was it really. So, so can I ask you, can, can I ask you, sorry, I know that uh, I want to ask you, so what did you both weigh? Like, like, how much were you before? We, our BMI was in the mid-40s each, so we, we were quite heavy. I weighed around the 122 kilo mark, so I've lost 50 kilos, and my husband lost all of his excess weight quite fast. In eight months, he lost 42 kilos of his wow. excess weight. So nearly, um, nearly 100 kilos between us, so a whole other person, really. Wow. Yes, and basically, like in our line of work, we met a lot of people that had had it done, and it honestly came down to jealousy. I thought if all these people on Facebook and all my customers can do it, why couldn't I do it? Why, why wouldn't I be allowed to do it? So. Yeah. But you know what, though? I'm sure you agree with me because some people think, oh, it's the easy way out and you just have surgery and you lose weight. But it's still, it's like a lot of people actually have the surgery and don't lose weight or go back to what they were. So it's not that quick fix that people think. you still got to be really dedicated and put the, the hard yards in, don't you? Yeah, exactly. And it's major surgery. There's major complications. A lot of people are scared of hospital. Um, but I found the process quite um 
quite easy. And again, we researched it for a few years beforehand. So we knew what we were into. We knew there'd most likely be excess skin. We knew we'd need plastic surgery in the future. We knew the investment involved. We knew the recovery involved um, and how long and how different our life would be afterwards. We knew that there was a percentage of people that put the weight back on, but it was... Um, being able to do it together was honestly a lot easier, I would imagine, than doing it on your own um, because we had no excuse. That was how our family was going to eat. It wasn't one eating KFC and the other one's eating a carrot stick. Um, yeah. It was, um, you know, and we're two and a half years post-op our gastric sleeve surgeries um, and we haven't put one kilo on since. So Wow. And so... Like, I mean, we're going to get into the surgeries anyway, but like, so how different is your life now than it was two years ago? Yeah, it's crazy different. Um, I mean, you know, you see other people's before and after photos, but you honestly don't picture yourself that small or that fit or, um, you know, you you we spend our whole life being obese. So it's um it's still a head game you know two and a half years later and I still go clothes shopping and I dig for the clothes the biggest at the back of the rack oh my god I did the same thing I hear you I, I totally know what you mean it's just working retail fashion so you know yeah. I style other people all day every day and I, I meet a lot of people that have put on weight lost a lot of weight um you know all different scenarios but when it comes to shopping for myself I my own brain doesn't understand the small size that I am now and simple things like we did our first ever holiday together with my husband in the 12 years we've been together we went to the Gold Coast and could actually go to a theme park for the first time in my life because I could fit on the rides yeah wow sit in a seat and the safety bars could go down on my lap and I could actually you know at nearly 38 years of age I could actually enjoy rides like a normal person and I think I enjoyed the Gold Coast a lot more than my five-year-old (laughs) (laughs) that's so great so so okay so you lost 50 kilos your husband lost 42 and so you've done that through gastric sleeve it took you both about a year to do it is that right maybe maybe two husband did it in eight months my a little longer um and that took me about 14 15 months for me to lose mine yep that's amazing so then you decided to go on your skin removal surgery journey so through the weight loss process um you know like the, the weight loss is really rapid and it's really exciting to start going down in clothes sizes but towards the end you start to realize wow I've got a lot of skin and there's rashes and I'm tucking things into space Mm. Mm. you know your breasts are sagging and you don't have any shape um it didn't matter how many people would say oh my god Donna you look amazing I'm so proud of you I follow your journey you must be so happy yeah you know with my clothes on I looked fine yeah. Um, it was still very depressing to go home and think I still yeah. felt like I was carrying around my old fat body. It's, it's like um, it's like you got a dirty little secret. Like that's how I relate it to. Like when people think, "Oh, you look great," but think, "Yeah, yeah, thank you," but I know what I really look like under all this, and it's like keeping a dirty little secret. <laughs> Like this dirty little secret and it was that last part of your journey where I just in my head for my own sanity and my own mental health 
Um, I just needed to remove it to feel a lot better. And I had a lot of excess skin, whereas my husband, Ryan, nothing. He, he shrunk um, back his arms, legs, middle, everything was perfect. So he didn't need anything. Whereas I had skin drooping from every bit of me. Um, and I knew for me to feel happy in myself that I would need to go into um, skin removal surgery. Yeah. And it's funny because um, everybody's skin is different. Um, and like if you've been bigger all your life, you've probably skin stretched and it's probably going to have, you know, probably have more skin to roof. But then you've got some people who do lose 40 kilos and don't need anything. So it's not like, you know, a given it just depends on the person which is really weird i don't know how that works at all i don't think anybody really knows how that works yeah exactly and my husband and i didn't do anything different to each other we obviously live in the same household ate the same meals exercise the same um it's just you know whether it's genetics or um the draw or how you know how long Mm -hmm. you stretch and your own health and immune system but yeah i ended up with a lot of excess skin but that was part of my research and i had planned that that may be a complication to um excessive fast rapid weight loss so yeah all right so tell me so how did you find dr sankey like where did you find her where did you start so it was pretty much all the um gastric sleeve, you know, excessive weight loss Facebook pages where um, people started to recommend, you know, for those that if you've, you know, lost um, all your excess weight and you've had at least, you know, six months or a year that you've maintained your weight, then you can start jumping into some um, skin removal, plastic surgery kind of Facebook pages. So I jumped in a few of those and pretty much I was just looking at everyone else's photos and their results over the last few years. So I just started to look at trying to find people that were a similar height, a similar body shape and what their results were looking like. And I think that's how I ended up picking up Dr. Amira Sankey because I loved her work and her results of similar body shapes to mine and the results she was achieving. I thought, no, I want to look like that. That's the result I would like my body to look like. And I just, yeah, I was just looking at everyone else's photos and following their journeys and really getting an understanding of the investment, the recovery time, um, the complications, how much time I'd need off work. Um, is it something that I really wanted? Um, yeah, so it was, you know, the Facebook pages. Yeah. And all They're amazing, aren't they? I mean, you, you, it's funny because um, a lot of, I guess a lot of people don't use them, but I know for myself, like I've met some of my best friends in a Facebook group. I mean, how ridiculous does that sound? But people that I wouldn't have known like, you know, three or four or five years ago who I'm so close with because I just met on a group because we've got a common interest, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. amazing. So tell me, so so how did your surgical journey start? Like what, 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 have you only had one lot of surgeries? Um, I've, I'm three and a half weeks post-op my third set and I've got one more to go. So Wow. So let's yeah. start with number one. So what was your first set of surgeries? First set of surgery is 12 months ago. So I'm at the one year mark now and I had a breast lift and breast implants with an arm lift. And we started with the top half because that was my pain point. That was the area that bothered me the most. Yep. I do have an autoimmune condition. So my medication that I take, we were a bit concerned about um, my skin healing, my wound healing and how long um, I would be off work. So we wanted to start with an area that was a little bit 
easier recovery just to check that I could heal okay mm -hmm. and I didn't have any issues and that was really easy I found I didn't need too much time off work I think I went back to work on day eight um, oh, serious oh my god <laughs> oh my god it took me six months to recover from my my breast reduction and lift my god <laughs> And that was full-time retail work, um, fashion retail. So, yeah, I was quite lucky. Healed really well. Um, yeah. But I knew, I know to listen to my body. If my body needs an extra day or two here and there or an extra three weeks off work, then whatever it takes to heal really well. Um, yeah. Looking after your wounds and following your doctor's advice, um, obviously. So, so that was your first surgery and that was, your, that was a year ago now. No, yeah, that was a year ago. Um, right on a year ago now. All right. So breast, breast augmentate. Sorry, breast reduct. Sorry, breast lift and augment. Mm -hmm, yep. All at once, and and um arm lift. Mm -hmm, awesome. Yep. And that way, that enabled you to kind of like you know show your arms and kind of you know your, yeah your boobs starting from the top down. I love that idea. That's the way I'd do it as well. Yeah, exactly. So I felt you know fine from you know from the from the chest up that I felt quite normal. So my tops were fitting better and. Um, and yeah, that because that was my pain point, you know, you know, forty degree summer, and I was still wearing jumpers and cardigans because I wanted to hide my arms, and um, and I didn't feel very feminine. My I, I was a twenty four double D um, E in my previous big fat life, um, yeah. bra size, and I ended up with nothing, um, pancakes. So I felt quite. Um, unfeminine because I had no breast tissue left. My weight loss meant that I lost everything and I just had saggy skin with nipples down to my knees. So yeah. um, if you asked me three years ago, would I be someone with breast implants? I would have laughed because, the, you know, the size that I was, there was no way. But, um, but yeah, that's just how... Yeah, as you lose weight, they just get longer and longer, don't they? Longer <laughs> and longer, unfortunately. So yeah, yeah. Well, for me to feel feminine and comfortable... Um, that yeah, that I um, added the implants in there to have the volume and the shape um, that yep. I was. Oh, good on you! And what what size implants did you get? Do you know? Uh, from memory, I think they're four fifty cc's, um, but that's the largest I could safely go because of the integrity of the type of um, skin that I have from my autoimmune condition and the medication yeah. that I take. Um, but I'm happy with that. I think that's left me with about a twelve E or a ten F, um, which is perfect. It's um, I couldn't be any happier um, with my implant size. Fantastic! Yet. All right, so that was twelve months ago, and then what was phase two? So phase two, I then had um, a fleur de lis tummy tuck um, lower body lift. So we attacked the mid-region um, and that's about six months post-op now. So um, for those that, that don't know, that's basically where you'll cut all the way around the middle like a 360, like a tree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And everything's kind of brought up a bit higher and then you're also um, all the way down the middle as well from like, um, oh, I don't know, just like, below your just below your boobs right down there and it's cut sideways so that so that um the sides are brought in and the bottom's brought up so it's like a like a dressmaking I guess I suppose so you've got that t-junction haven't you just by your mons pubis bone yeah exactly yep the t-junction yep right up to the chest bone yep straight down the center so, I so when did you have that sorry when, when sorry when did you have that that was five, uh, nearly six months ago now. I'd say six okay. months. Okay. 
Yep. Um, and again, I had to time mine around work. So um, I would have gone in a lot earlier, but I just had to time mine around work and annual leave and things to have time off. And um, so that one was about four weeks recovery. That wasn't too bad. The hardest part was um, across the, the lower back above my bottom um, and the lower back area. I found it really difficult to sleep on my back. Um, yeah. but I hear that a lot. That, that, that's probably the hardest thing for people that... They get the back done and like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be quite so, you know, intense or painful or, or long to recover or, or whatever because, you know, I've heard stories of people taking months and months and months. I think everyone so. assumes that it's the tummy, you know, when it's the fleur-de-lis, you know, down the centre and it's the tummy tuck area. Um, I didn't need any muscle repair. I was quite lucky um, with my pregnancy that I didn't need one. But mine was all of that lower back and upper bottom but that we had to cut off and kind of tuck in to create shape in my bottom. Yeah, yeah. And that's where the bruising and the pain. And six months later, I still, if I sat in a car that had really bad lumbar support in the car seat, I still have a little bit of um, numbness um, there. So that's going to take a good 12 months to, to fully get back to normal. But, yeah, definitely worth it. So then... Yep. Um, yeah, I was, I've kind of been working down the body. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's good to know because like people think, you know, yeah, I went back to work at four months, but it wasn't cruisy sailing. You still, like you said, six months down the track, if you still sit in a car seat, that's got a, not a good lower lumbar support, you know, you're going you're gonna to feel it. And like you said, it's going to take about 12 months or up to you to cover just from that surgery fully, really, where you're not going to yeah, know about exactly. it. So. I think that's really important for people to know because sometimes you think, why, you know, here I am, it's still six months down the track and what, what the hell's going on? Yeah, exactly. And same with my, um, with my breasts. Like I found I loved them at three days post-op, but 12 months, um, they're, they're the best that they've looked now. And that's after another um, two surgeries and they look amazing now. Now I can happily walk around naked and it doesn't faze me. If the neighbours looked through the window... It's like, yeah, have a look. I'd, I'd, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, so stage two was your, your lower body lift with a fleur-de-lis and the um, yeah, lower body lift, fleur-de-lis and a bit of a bum tuck. Yep, that's right. Awesome. I've actually seen that procedure being done on someone and it just blew me away. I just thought it's just so amazing. Oh, and the other lady that um, has done, who's Amanda, who I did an interview with recently, like her recovery has been really amazing as well. And I think it's because like like your nutrition levels do you know what i mean like i know that when you had a sleeve you've got to be really careful because you're not getting as much nutrition as other people are getting but i think if you keep if you maintain that weight and don't lose weight um you've got a better chance of things getting better quicker if that makes any sense yeah exactly that's right yeah but the body just um knows what to do and you're getting the right nutrition and you're resting um and you just listen to what your body needs and your body can yeah. heal um, quite well with, with no complications. Yeah, it's good. It's been great. Yeah, yeah awesome. And what's your last lot of stuff? Oh, sorry, so the last, the bit that you just had now, because tell well, us about I'm, that. Yeah, great. I'm now three and a half weeks post-op and I had a bra line back lift um, and the sides as well. So this was the first time Dr. Amir has done these kind of um cuts and wedge resections down the side so so I, where do you mean down the side so like 
I've actually had my arm lift. So from my armpit, I've now extended right down the sides of my body past, um, past my breastbone, I guess, and even longer down the sides, mm-hmm. um, almost to where my belly button would sit now. Um, so that extends right down the sides. And I've also got the bra line um, extends halfway under my breasts to where my nipple would be. So I actually ended up, even after my fleur-de-lis and lower body lift, I still ended up with um, a roll of skin under, on the sides under where my breasts would be. So I guess we did look at, the, um, at ending up having to have like a corset tummy tuck in the end, mm-hmm. but I did need to go right across the breastbone because between my breasts was quite flat, but I did still need... Um, I don't know what people would call it, like the spillage out of the side of the bra, like side yeah. boobs. Yeah, yeah, it. like I think they call it bra fat. Well, that's what yeah. I call mine. Yeah, so my, my breasts ended by squeezing all that skin tight down my sides. It actually gave my breasts like a another kind of lift, but outwards, I guess you'd say. So they've kind, they've kind, they're kind of firmer and lifted and then under the breast is tighter as well. So... Um, so like I was saying, my breasts actually look and feel even better now, 12 months post-op than the original breast lift and implant surgery that I had a year ago. Wow. Um, and I didn't, um, yeah. And then the bra line, um, back lift, of course, is, you know, like straight across the back and right, right, right round, um, almost 360 degrees, um, but right to, to the nipples on either side. Wow. So I've got massive T, um, T junctions or almost cross junctions now, X junctions um, on the sides. Mm-hmm. So in theory, that was going to be the hardest part that would heal, but, um, but it hasn't been too bad. Like I said, um, you know, this is um, into my fourth week off work, but I could have gone to work today. Like I feel, um, I feel really good today. So that three and a half mark, I haven't had any pain relief for the last three days. Um, so I'm feeling really good now. That's amazing. That is so amazing. So how long was that last procedure? Do you know, like the, with the side wedges and uh, sorry, the back, the, the back, the bra lift and the side bits. Cause I, I can't wait to see the photos. Yeah, I think that was um, probably about, what did we say? Probably about five-hour surgery and that was only two nights in hospital um, and about, yeah, I'm at three and a half weeks post-op and, yeah, could, could easily go back to work. Wow. Now. Are you wearing compressions? Uh, no, I think because of where the incisions were. Yeah. You can't really wear anything other than, I guess, your original... Um, breast augmentation kind of soft bra but even then down the sides would you want it touching yeah yeah so we used my favorite bra for the marking up so that we knew all the scars would hide where my favorite bra would sit so that was that's awesome um took my bra into surgery with me so that Mm -hmm. all the scars are hidden um but i've pretty much been braless the whole time um and only wear my normal bra, probably a couple of hours if I have to leave the house here and there. Um, but otherwise, yeah, they're, they're looking good, feeling good, healing really well. Um, but when I go back to work next week, yeah, um, I'll go back to wearing my normal bra, but no, no issues at all. Sounds like you could join the no bra club for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so tell me, so that sounds amazing. I mean, I've been, I've been watching your journey as well. So um, I've absolutely loved watching what you're going through because, you, you know, I am, I am you in this world as well, except I've probably got 10 more kilos to go because I'm a bit of a yo-yoer. But tell me, what, what have you got planned next? So next um, will be my legs, my thigh lift. So um, for the last 12 months, they weren't really an issue. They didn't really bother me. Um, and I honestly thought I could have lived without having them done. But now looking at my photos now that I've taken this week, everything else is perfectly shaped, contoured to my body. Um, but my legs stick out. I've still got a lot of excess wobbly skin. Um, and again, when I wear tight jeans or something, everyone says, oh, you look great and no one notices it. But it's something that, um, that I notice um, when I don't have any pants on, basically. So, um, and again, that'll be around February, March 2019. Um, again, it's just with Christmas and New Year and getting time off work um, yep. that we push that one back so it'll probably be um six months from from this one that i've just had yep yep that's amazing and and do you have any plans for any for anything else after that <laughs> i do but dr amira thinks i'm crazy and she doesn't, <laughs> want, to do. she doesn't want to do anymore um but yeah just look, when i look at my photos i guess you know you I enjoy surgery, to be honest. Um, I have total faith in my surgeon and my hospital team and my anaesthetist. And um, each each time I go in, I've had no major issues and really yeah. confident that the, my medical team look after me really well. And I know how my body heals. Um, so now um, I'm looking at, I do notice in my face that I do have my neck. Um, there's a lot of saggy skin there. I knew you were going to say that. I knew that was going to come next. <laughs> me because I actually touch it and squeeze it and play with it all day. Like, um, yeah. it really bothers me. And other yeah. people say they don't notice it, but it's something that I notice. Everywhere else was fine um, on my face, but it's actually um, that, I, I don't know what people call it, like that turkey neck. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. In the center of the chin under under my neck um mm -hmm. and i didn't I, it's something i wasn't expecting to have to talk to someone about having a neck lift at my age i'm only turning 38 so it was something yeah. that i didn't think i'd need done um, well it's funny because I, I like it's something that i'm really paranoid about but because i've actually like i'd lost weight put on weight and now i've actually probably about 10 to 15 kilos heavier than what i was at my thinnest but I've noticed that having put on that bit of weight, this, the turkey neck is nowhere near as bad as what it is. So I reckon once I lose that again, it's going to get really dangly again. So I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's something that I didn't think I'd worry about until, you know, I was in my 50s or 60s or something. But it is something that I pick up in my photos and think, oh, God, it looks worse than I expected it to. The first thing you'll see, and you're right, it is, it's just you, but... You know, you do it for you anyway, so. I just didn't want any part of me to look obvious that, oh, that's a lady that's got a little, like, saggy skin. She must have been fat and she's lost a lot of weight. Like, I didn't want strangers looking at me. I just mm -hmm. want people to look at me thinking that I was always a size 10. I didn't want yeah. them thinking, oh, cool, she must have been, because I was a size 24 to 26, so I yeah. didn't don't want people to think oh that lady's lost a lot of weight I just want to look normal yeah I, I hear you it's 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 sad but it's true like uh, like 
the world can be so cruel, but you know what? The the issues are ours. You know, like the the people that people that have actually come back from losing a heap of weight. Like we we have got so many more issues, I think, than than people that haven't been through it. You know, because it's easy for people to you know, unless they've lived walked in your shoes, they don't know what it's like. So I, I totally get get you. That's it. It's a head game, and it, and it you know it never really goes away. No. I've kept my excess weight off for what are we now? Nearly a year and a half, um, and have other than the swelling from surgery, that's the only weight I've put on. But obviously, in a few days, you lose that back again. So I haven't put on anything. Um, so I'm pretty confident that my nutrition and my lifestyle that I should be able to now maintain being a size ten permanently now. Yeah. Um, which... And 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 can I ask you as well? Um, you mentioned before about the fact that you don't mind surgery. So I wanted to add to that because I feel a bit the same way as you. Um, I, I've i never had, and I don't know if you ever have, but um, my mother was the complete opposite to me. Surgery absolutely petrified her because she'd actually had to have surgery to save her life a couple of times. So she associated surgery with, um, oh, my God, you know, I was going to die and then I had to have surgery. Whereas, um, because that's never happened to me, I kind of don't have a problem with surgery because I think I'm going to come out better as opposed to having to get better by having, you know, as opposed to having to have surgery to, to get, I don't know how to explain it, but do you know what I mean? Like, have you ever had anything in your life that you've had to have surgery for that, that, that you would die or anything like that if you didn't have it? Nothing before, but I think my mum being a retired nurse, I think I grew up in hospitals and um, and seeing people recover quite a lot. Yes. As a yep. So, yep. you know, knowing that there was, you know, lovely people that are there to help you and, you know, I, I was brought up to know that, you know, medical people um, are there to support you so that you recover. So I wasn't really scared and I don't know, maybe 20 years of being self-employed um, and then a mum where I never got time off and never got holidays to me surgery was like oh yes I get some peace and quiet in hospital and they feed me and yeah talk to me and I can sleep and rest and recover I found surgery quite relaxing and quite fun um but that was growing up knowing that you know in Australia we have excellent medical care um I I understood the risks and the complications and I was prepared Mm -hmm that but I knew you know I had a supportive network around me my husband my family were there to help me recover and look after my daughter um so you know I wasn't really scared going in the scars don't phase me um so that that didn't worry me but I do have a lot of close friends that are like oh I could never I'm happy with the excess skin you know that you know more more surgery is just too much that they wouldn't do it and and each to their own oh more power to them I say you know that that's great that's so good if they're like that you know but that's not me either yeah that's it but I'm you know every time I see Dr Amira I just tell her you know whatever skin you can grab cut it off (laughs) I'm not scared. Just keep going. Until it's all gone. What else can we cut? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Look, I've really, really enjoyed um, listening to your story and sharing your journey. Would you be happy to share some of your photos with us so we can put them up with this article so people can check it out? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Oh, that'd be amazing. And um, and of course, we'll have to do um, we'll have to get you in your bikinis or something when you finish your last surgery. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the that's the dream thing to be um, a photo in a bikini on the beach and not worry what other people are thinking. Um, yeah, that that would be amazing. That's the dream goal. Totally, totally. Well, thank you so much. Hey, it's been an absolute delight talking to you today, Donna. I really, really appreciate your time. And I reckon there'll be a bunch of women and men out there listening to this that will kind of, um, you know, be inspired or sort of think, oh, okay, yeah, that could be me or, you know, or, or not, whatever. It doesn't matter. Hey. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it inspires somebody and it's not as um, scary as you think and it's definitely worth it. Not every day is easy, but um, but it's definitely worth it when you when you fast forward, you know, a year, two years, um, two and a half years, so almost three years and I can only imagine um, at the three-year mark how amazing I'd look and feel. But it's changed my life and my family's life for the better. We're active, we're healthy, we're happy um, and, you know, in our late 30s, early 40s, we're enjoying a life that um that was quite grim earlier on and we've probably added 15 years to our life our surgeon and if not more yeah if not more seriously yeah yeah totally totally better parents for it so exactly i hope it inspires someone to to even look into it just have a consult with your surgeon and just look into um what they can do for you and and try and improve your life for the better Yep, I agree. There's nothing worse than being um, morbidly obese and there's something out there that you can you can actually get help, but it's actually having the guts to sort of go out there and take that first step. I think that's the big deal, hey? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Awesome. No, as soon as I met Dr. Amira, I knew she was the one for me and I couldn't wait to get started. And I think from my first consult, I was booked in within six weeks. Yeah. So <laughs> I asked my parents and I said, what money can I get and how do I get it and let's get started. Yeah. Oh, no, go you. Well done, Donna. Okay, big, big congratulations. You look freaking amazing. Beautiful. I feel amazing. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Heaps. And I'll check you out on the groups. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thanks, Donna. Bye. The material provided in this podcast is general information and does not constitute medical advice, nor is it a substitute for consultation and advice from your own practitioner. It should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical illness. Any medical or surgical decision should be made in consultation with your own doctor or practitioner and not based on the materials provided in this podcast.